Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. Here's what we're going to talk about today. It was a cold, damp, dismal afternoon at the GTEC Stadium where we witnessed, I think, a lacklustre performance from Luton Town that saw us succumb to a patched-up Brentford side, really, and suffer a somewhat humiliating 3-1 defeat. Uh, we're going to talk about that in more detail. Uh, the league leaders are coming to town soon, and, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, and their Arsenal are sitting proudly at the top of the table. And they will be hoping to extend their lead as they uh, grapple with the title away from Manchester City, who are coming again to us soon. Uh, we're going to discuss how we might go about stopping them and uh, what we have to do to win the game. Got your three-word reviews and much, much more. And as usual, we've got the boys with me tonight. We've got Steve and Taro. Good evening. How are you guys going? Lovely, thanks, mate. Yep. Good, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, let's briefly talk about Saturday before we really get into it. Um, Really cold day. Uh, if you've never been to the, the GTEC Stadium before, I know some people didn't like it. Um, I've been several times, but uh, it was a bit flat. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I didn't, unfortunately I didn't get to go, but I watched it, yeah, and you're right, Dave, there was, wasn't a lot going on that I could hear anyway. Well, the atmosphere was flat, and um, not only from the, from us, from the away supporters, mm. um in fact, of all the supporters, probably the ones you could hear the most. I don't know how that came across, but it was just a flat game. It was a flat day. It was cold. It was dismal. I even heard some of their fans saying on Twitter saying that they accepted that they, they were flat as well. They weren't singing. That it was probably right. their worst performance as a crowd of the season as well. But you know, you get that all the time, don't you, from yeah, yeah. opposition, fan base and whatever. But yeah, like, I don't know what they're like. Usually, I've been, I've been once before, wasn't to watch a looting game. It was a West Ham Brentford game, and I'll be honest, weren't it was obviously it was okay, but like I say, I've not been the best. Se- well. To be fair, I've been several times, and I've been in there when it's been a cracking atmosphere. I saw their first win in the Premier League against Arsenal. Uh, that'll be why, I yeah. saw them win the playoff semi final against Bournemouth, and it was rocking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very. It was just. I think it reflected the day. Yeah, just a weird one. Yeah. Well, um, I did have a ticket to go, but then I got called during the week saying. I've bought you tickets to go to the pantomime. Instead. Oh, no, you didn't, oh, Steve. No. So, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I, I was absolutely elated about that, as you can imagine. But then get messages from you during the day, Dave, it would appear that I dodged a bullet. Because, one, it wasn't freezing cold. Um, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the pantomime, they forgot their lines several times. <laughs> there was one time where, where this female fairy character came out, started doing her talking, and the two guys were... Nope. <laughs> That's the next scene. Get off. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was quite amusing. Was it like an amateur dramatic? Yeah, I it? think so. I, oh, think I was going to say, yeah. Well, and also the, the, the company took advice from someone in Stevenage asking who their rivals were. And this person has obviously said, our big rivals are Luton because the villain at one point had a Stevenage shirt on, tried to get some cheering, nothing. 
pulled the Stevenish shirt off and he's got a loot one underneath trying to get everyone to boo. But there was no booing. There was just me and oh, my dear. grandson going, go on, get in there. So <laughs> well, that backfired. But it would appear that I missed a bit of a howler on Saturday. Well, it doesn't sound like you did, mate. <laughs> you went oh, to a pantomime. Just a variation yeah. of the theme. Yeah. Um, let's have a look at your three-word reviews for the game on Saturday. Reese said, we deserve to lose. Rick, not good enough. Uh, Mark, worst away performance. TJ, poor tactical decisions. Cameron, far too defensive. Neil, never in it. Can you get the theme here? Ben, missing too many. Duncan, too much respect. Uh, Joe just thought they had great sausage rolls and Fraser said move on quickly any of those take your fancy well, I mean to be fair it's the first one on the list deserve to lose I mean I could go for you could go for a few here but yeah deserve to lose like I say we weren't I mean made far too many mistakes didn't really have a, a sniff until later on in the game so yeah look I'm not going to go over top and you know it's not too bad we'll get into that later but yeah just weren't, weren't good enough judging by what um I heard and read a lot on Twitter and again, you know, I think so many fans, including myself at times, capable of overreacting to what they've just seen. <coughs> but it seems to me how people were talking Saturday night, there was maybe some similarities with the Villa away performance. Um, oh, well. I, 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 I can't oh, even oh. say it was as, it was worse than that. Right. Um, Villa, what, Villa, Villa was worse, or Brentford was worse. You say no. Our performance at Brentford was worse than we played at Villa. Really, hundred percent. In my opinion, yeah. Well, and so I would Simon say that, Oxley I said, would, didn't he? Simon Oxley said Brentford are as there for the taking as they can be. You know, because Dave said it right at the start, patched up. They had four or five players out and, yeah, yeah. and playing in the wrong position. Yes, yeah, yeah. playing think, in the wrong I think position. I think uh, what his name is, playing it right back, and you know, if you're going to play a team, I don't like the phrase team like Brentford. At that point, that's the best time because they were suffering so many injuries. Uh, and, and let's say, actually, we've got our own injuries to, yes, to, exactly. to, to worry mm, about. Of course. But if you're going to go to Brentford Stadium, um, that was the time to do it. And we just wasn't in the game at all, ever. First half was mm. just the... We talk about the Villa game. In Villa, you've got to say Aston Villa... Class team, they're fourth in the division. Mm-hmm. They play some really good football, yeah, I guess and they, so. they were on yeah. us from from minute one. Mm. When you put it into perspective, yeah. like that, I guess yeah, yeah. Brentford maybe, yeah. patched up team, hoping to get it. It was nil nil at half time. Mm. I, I, but you just sit there and go, why aren't we in this game? Mm. If you look at the stats at half time, we had no shots, nothing, no shots, wow. no shots, nothing on target, nothing, right. not one attempt at their goal. H- how was the? Um, Press and tempo. Were we there wasn't any. There, there, so what is it? It was another one of the sort of standoff and. It was, it was a bit disappointing. If I'm honest, um, look, I go there passionately wanting my team to win. Mm. Uh, I want our team to win, mm-hmm. of um, course. But from the first half display, there was never a chance we we're going to win that mm. game. I never felt a chance. From, from where else I watched it, you know on the TV and whatever, but um, I felt when I was watching it, it was almost like we give them too much respect. We didn't really get, we didn't tuck into them at all. Okay. It, it was just like we stood off and we put maybe 10 men behind the ball. And I wouldn't say they were doing really much with the ball. No. But we weren't really going for it. There was no, there was no approach like to go and say, do you know what? Let's go and get them. Let's go get at them or try and run at them. Not even Ben A was running at people. He could, I mean, cause not, not saying it was his fault, Mm. He obviously, Brentford are a good side. Let's face it; they they coach very well. 
but there was just no get up and go and just no drive. Maybe I think it's, I think maybe it's tactically that's the way they were set up. Would, would you would you have hoped from the first fifteen or twenty where it was obviously nil nil that Luton might have thought right we can get something here and maybe try to impose themselves more on it? I mean, I mean to be fair, I felt like fifth, the first fifteen twenty minutes probably our best part of the first half. If I'm, if that's, well, from my point of view, but. I felt just after that. I think we had more of the ball. I, I'm not, I think we did more we of the ball in the first 15 minutes than we did in the, last, Bittari, the next half you, hour. Bittari, I'm telling you now, if you looked up the stats... No, but I'm on about the 15... If you looked no, up the possession. stats, the possession was terrible. No, no, I, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. No. What I'm saying is, in the first 15 minutes, I felt like we had more than the ball in the first 15 than we did in the last half hour of that half. Well, which is not saying a lot, by the way. Well, being there, I don't think we had much possession at no, all. No, we, no, that's what I'm saying. At we all, didn't. right? In the first half, no, we didn't. at all. And and the frustrating thing is, we see ourselves. Um, look, before we get into the the game in general, when we've started off like this before, we've had the point when we've actually soaked up the pressure and gone right. Now we're going to push on. So we were hoping, and I was hoping that mm. that would happen. In the first half, we didn't get. We didn't get. Anywhere near their goal. No. Anywhere no, near didn't. their goal. Right. And we had, you know, Ogbeni gets the ball, he runs down the left-hand side, he's doubled up on, yeah. they know what's going to happen. Yeah. I was going to say he was doubled up, to be fair. Yeah, all of the time. time right. Every single time. So they knew where our threat was there. Um, Morris is playing to, to the tactics, isn't he? And he's holding the ball up, he's not getting any opportunities, he's not getting fed. We didn't do anything it I'm was gonna depressing out, I'm going to throw out a bold statement here right you might all disagree with this but I genuinely feel like they're the best coached team in the league not saying not a Man City you know the way to play up for the players they've got and the money they've spent who Brentford Brentford because the way the way they set up they give the, some of the best well look at Man City when they played Man City last season they beat them twice they're certainly well drilled yeah. I, know, I know what you're saying they've, they've nullified well drilled. some of the best teams in that league Mm. And it's like you look at it and you've got to applaud that because they know how to approach games and how to get something out. Of the, they know how to win it. It's not. I'm not saying they're the best team in the league. I think, but the coaching, like the coaching stand and how they approach things and how they gain points. He's getting an aw- he's getting an awful lot out of them on a regular basis. Yes. So yeah, on yeah. that basis, yes. I, I think it's, it's not an outrageous statement. Um, if we look at it, we had two changes for the start of the game. Uh, from from uh, Palace, uh, Kabore and Chong in for Doughty and Townsend. I know Doughty's injured. Um, was you surprised not to see Townsend in the starting lineup? Um, but I was hearing he maybe took a slight knock the week before. Okay, but I mean to be fair, you got to protect him as well uh, to a certain extent, I guess. Maybe if what you're saying, um, Ogbené was getting doubled up on all the time. Mm-hmm. That means that someone is free. Did do you not feel that maybe Chong or or Barkley, for example, have then got to almost demand the ball more if if they're doubling up on someone we like that? We didn't get anywhere near the ball. That's, no. the, yeah, that's this, the problem. We yeah, didn't get it, yeah. anywhere near the ball. The possession that Brentford had. So was it crap well, passing when we did have it? Well, I think we had a hundred and something passes in the first half. It, um, it was against yeah, it was against about three to four. Three, three hundred. The way odds. they set it's up, ridiculous. The way I kept seeing it on the TV, the way they set their midfielder, honestly, was like this, was like that. It was weird, honestly. Right. When you say that, like, that's like a U shape. Yeah, it was. So it was like it was basically like a U, and it was basically like they covered around all the players, and it was like every time the ball went to one side, there'd be another player over, and it would always shift like this. Mm. And then like the defenders, so they that, that was basically midfield, and then the, mid, the defenders would then push up around, right, and box it off. It was very strange. At the risk of sounding um, 
terrible. You know, the teams like hashtag Brentford should be one that we're going to thinking we've got a chance to win this. You know, if you're going to Manchester City away, mm. we're not winning that no. unless we're very very lucky. Um, because you know, because of because of who they are and what they spent. So you're, you're targeting teams like Brentford, Fulham, Forest. Um, Bournemouth, Sheffield United, Burnley, you're targeting those games to get points. And this is one I was confident we'd be a good display in. And if we'd have played like we played against Crystal Palace, we'd have beaten them. Mm. With Doughty being out, are you surprised that maybe Giles wasn't put in from the start? Or do you, do you not think that he trusts him at the moment? Didn't he also come out and say that he was more easy to use him more as an attacking winger or midfielder? He said doesn't like him at the back. Yeah, I mean, I know, but, but Doughty is such a, an attacking threat yes. as, as, oh, no, as, yeah. as well. Uh, maybe doesn't fancy him. I, I'm not too sure. I mean, we paid, what, nearly £6 million for this guy as well, so mm. strange. Well, I suppose let's, let's try and take some positives from the first half, even though it was pretty poor from my view. Um, at least we kept them out. We so the, def- the defence was <laughs> playing well. I, I, again, Mengi, great player. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Brilliant. Honestly, I say the same thing every week and you just, you look, boy, this guy, man, he's come out of, what, youth football pretty much. Mm-hmm. Had a couple of loan spells, like short loan spells and he's chucked it at deep end in the Premier League. Like, let's face it, a team that's are struggling in this league. Yeah. And we, we are going to struggle, we know that. And the fact that he's putting on fine displays every single week mm. at such a young age and he's confident as well, it just gives you such a, what's the word? Not a relief, just such a, can't forget the word. Just such a sense of, wow, we've got a player that can maybe improve and that can yeah. improve other people around him as well. He he's he definitely feels that he belongs at this level, yeah. and that's great. He, he, you know, he's not worried about um, sort of not belonging mm. or thinking he's inferior. But no, I think he's had a cracking yeah. start to the season. Brilliant. Not much to say about the first half, if I'm honest. It could be a very quick podcast tonight. I think to be fair, though, Dave, can I just touch on quite quickly on the go for it. fact that they didn't really have much to shout about in the first half either. Exactly that. Exactly that. It was so poor as a game to watch. Um, yeah. And you know, like, you know like when you're standing in the cold and you want to be excited by something? <laughs> well, nothing. There was nothing. He couldn't, admire, he couldn't admire Brentford's football because it wasn't great. Ours was terrible compared to them. Tactically... Do you think we got it wrong, Steve? Um, well, potentially. You know, as I say, you know, it, it appeared that, you know, Brentford were there for the taking. I, I, I just, you know, I say, I, I can't comment on it wholeheartedly because I wasn't at the game. But I think, you know, if it's nil-nil, it's a, a non-event of a game, as, as you've sort of described the first half. I would be hoping sort of 2025 in that we sort of, you know, sort of up the ante and you know, try and tuck into them, impose ourselves on the game. Whereas it appears, from what you're saying, it was just stand off and try not to concede for the first yeah, half. There's nothing frustrates you more, does it, than standing off and still losing 3-1. Mm. Well, if you went for it and lost 3-1, fine. Mm. Well, that's the point, if yeah. you work for it. And there's always a point when you're watching Luton and you think, OK, now we're going to have our turn. And we just didn't get it. And to make it worse, um, at the end of the first half, Lock is on the floor, mm. injured. and what, uh, what happened there, Dave? Well, I don't really know what well, happened. I saw what happened. Go for it. So basically, uh, quite early on... Oh, yes. Sound effects. Yeah, go for it. So basically, early on in the game, he got a knee in the back. Oh, that was it, yeah. Back. Oh, 
Uh, so, sorry, sorry, but sorry. Yeah, um, I was listening to the commentary on Free Counties. That guy done it twice. Mm-hmm. He he put a knee in the back of two people in the was first. It, was it Neil Mopay by any chance? Was it? I, 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 I don't. I don't it was. But first, no, I don't think it was. No. Um, I can't remember his name. But first twenty minutes, the guy done mm-hmm. that twice. You know, because uh, I remember them commenting about it on Free Counties. I think. Mate, I think the one obviously at the time. I said I can't really remember. Like you know, whole bit like whatever. But. Um, I think it. I don't think it was intentional. It was just like a, you know, a coming together, and but yeah, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't even tell it was a knee in the back at first. I thought it was just like a little nudge or something that maybe his back went, or but yeah. Well, I think his back did go. He was down for quite yeah, a while did. before they took him off at half time. I mean, everybody, everybody was off the pitch, and uh, so you know, Lock is not coming out for the second half, which I think on the day is a big loss for us. He's a leader, isn't he? Um, and the second half starts and. You know, we've got Brown's come on, Kabore and Brown have swapped places and Bell's gone centre-back, left centre-back. And four minutes after the restart, Brentford take the lead. Now, um, on the day from where I was standing, I was furious that I thought Chong had been fouled before the cross came in, before they managed to get a goal. But I've looked it back. I don't think it's a foul. No, I don't, it's a foul. It's a foul, don't I don't think it's a foul. It's a foul. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a foul for me. I mean, no, I don't. We've, we had, we'll discuss it, didn't we, before the podcast. Talk it. I think the fact that he's got, I've got I even got a screenshot on my phone. I showed you earlier. Send it to Jacob. We can put it. All right, fair enough. Uh, it's a bit blurry though, but yeah, you can still see the hand. His hands around his whole arm. I have seen twenty five, thirty odd tackles or, or free kicks given against Luton this season, where I'm thinking, well, that can only be a Premier League foul because yeah, yeah. in the Championship. It would not have happened, you know. Almost like if you just run across the path, of someone and go down, you're gonna get a free kick. And it, and I've seen so many examples of that. Just absolute sack of crap. Not a foul, but given. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and but that, that you know, I think he did dive for the second one, which the ref didn't give. That's yes, fine. Yes, yeah, that's second but, phase. Yeah, but I I have seen the, the footage that that you were talking about, Bataro. He was put. He wasn't pulled to the ground. No, but he was pulled back. But it was enough to stop his motion. Yeah, and in this sterile world that they want to try and create mm-hmm. uh, in in the Premier League, I like that. Yeah. That was a Premier League yes, free kick. Yeah. No, this is the thing, right, Dave? Like, well, I know you don't agree with it, but the fact that he has, had, uh, I can't remember what who the defender was or the midfielder, or whatever, who grabbed Chong. But the fact that Chong's arm, you can see, like, you clearly see, hands around him. Like yeah, like that. For the purpose of the yeah, video watchers. i further up, though. We have to go further up, though. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but, no, look. And that's then stopped his next stride, which has probably stopped him getting the ball. I don't therefore, agree. Therefore, he's obviously dived after a bit late. I don't agree. Mm. I literally don't agree. I think he felt a little touch, and he thought, I'll go and I'll get a referee to give that. Mm. And he didn't. But that's not the worst bit of it, is it? Because after that happens... It's pinged across, oh, it's not devil, and, it, and it? it pings off Osho, and it pings off Bell, and it just falls. It just, you know, like when you don't get the luck of a draw. Mm. It's just calamitous, really, isn't it? Totally, and it, and you know, it just falls to their player. You know, there's no way he can stop no, that. No, nothing he can do about it. As I say, it's just one of those rubbish. You know, you never want to look at it again. Goals mm-hmm. where it, yeah, it, say it just bounces off someone. Oh, there you go, put it away, and you think that's it. Now I, we've got an uphill challenge. I was saying at the time, obviously, I, at the time I was very frustrated because I, I'm not blaming anyone, but I thought Bell could have maybe done better as well. But looking back on it now, maybe it's a bit harsh, like me saying that. But 
Well, I'm still, I'm still not. It pings off Osho, sure. doesn't it? It pings off Osho, it hits, hits Bell, Bell yeah, and then yeah. it just drops to their player. And it, it's the golden scenario that you want for your own team to happen. You know, you've got a goal gaping there. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's an absolute gimme. I think Bataro said before we started recording this that he thought Bell was static. But, mm. you know, we've had a look. He wasn't, he, he was sort of in the right position, but. It's too close, isn't it? Two, two yards in front of him, the ball's taken a ridiculous sort of ricochet. Nothing you can yeah, do. But it's that, it. it's that early chance again that's. Mm. put us down and it's happened more than once oh, it's just poor it's just a poor goal to concede as well really so has it? it got to be stopped a lot earlier on I think for me yes it has to be stopped a lot yeah, earlier there's, on there's, there's three times in there you can stop the ball do you know what I mean you can get rid of the ball and whatever else like, I think it starts from the time we give the ball away or uh, from maybe 30 seconds prior to that but whatever onto the next phase and then well, the whole chong part and it's like oh here we go so on that basis in that game, in that moment, were we missing Nakamba? Because I think we're missing Nakamba, we're missing Lockyer, we're missing people we're miss- that can stop them. And this is what's contributing to. Yeah, listen, think, yeah, we is, should we yeah. should be we should be fair enough to say we had oh, a lot no, of injuries. Of course. But genuinely, I think this is our worst performance of the season, beyond doubt. For okay, me, right. personally. Well, that, that's, that's quite, how I felt. That's about quite it. a statement. So, based on the fact we've got such a depleted squad at the moment, and you know the people that are missing. Would it be nice to ha- have had Campbell uh, available in the squad? At yeah, the, I, at you this know what, that's a good well, shout. I, d- to be I fair. don't know. I literally don't know. But Dave, we are we we need we have got so many players out injured at the moment. We we are basically putting what what's the saying? Uh, square pegs in round holes. If so, if the opposi- if the opposition has got sort of time on the ball to get the ball into the box and that. You know, I think uh, he would certainly be we need hassling runners. the hell out. Yeah, of we need runners. We need run- we haven't got enough runners at the moment. No Nakamba, no Laconga. Well, look, we haven't no, got they're any all runners. they're all on the verge of coming back. Let's yeah. hope that happens soon. Uh, I want to talk about the second goal briefly. Um, it pains me to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, this one was the sucker punch, really. Cross from it was a corner, wasn't it? Uh, header. And it just hits Morris. Yeah. You know, how unlucky can you be for there? And at 2-0, you're gone, well, that's it, done. But at that point, I felt that we stepped up a little bit. Maybe we had a, I don't know what happened, but the tempo picked up. Do you not say that, Bataro? What minute, sorry, what what minute were you saying? Well, the 56th minute they scored... And then, oh, um, sorry, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So he, he, he makes a change. I like, would say so they make the change. He brings on Elijah mm-hmm. Townsend and Jordan Clark, who I'm loving to see back in the yeah, team, by the yeah, way. Yeah, uh, made a little bit of a difference, and, and it was immediate. But no, like you're saying, obviously, about that, we had more of the ball after that. I felt, I, I felt from my point of view, it was more the last sort of 15 minutes of the second half that we were on the front foot and we actually looked like we, we could have scored another couple of goals. Mm. So, and, I think, and obviously we get into it, obviously we did score a goal. Well, let's um, talk about yeah. our goal because um, for me, the move was brilliant. It was the best goal of the game, even though we lost. Mm-hmm. The best goal of the game, and again, started by uh, Barkley in yep. the midfield. Yeah. Uh, fantastic pass so to Brown. Oh, Brown does brilliant. really well mm. and slots it past the keeper. And at that point, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, this is it, let's go for it. It's 2-1. We've seen it before. We saw it at Forest. We've seen it mm. in the past. This is our chance to, yeah. to move on and, and get back in the game. Yeah, because the, the, the pass from Barkley was very good. I think he would have wanted a bit more pace on it. But as I say, Brown was really quite aggressive and, and he just beats the guy to it. Yeah. But then what I really like is he's gone inside and he's had the composure 
and he stroked it away with his wrong that foot. That's a lovely shot. Yeah, you know, Daisy beautiful. Cut, yeah, yeah, really, really love it. And and he's going to get so much from that. You know, I know he did uh, the the goal against Palace, and he's yeah. now going to take that on as well. So we're going to hopefully see more and more out of him because again. We've got belief and stuff, but the, yeah, I was really pleased with the way he sort of nicked the ball off the guy because I, you know, I think Barkley would have wanted a bit more yeah. pace on that pass. A good pass, though, it was, you know, at least he was looking for it. Yeah, it was a lovely goal. Well, and, like, like, and at that point, frust- you've got to think, here we go. Isn't yeah. it frustrating that we didn't play that way from the start of the game? Well, yeah, we can always sit here in South Court. Like, do you know I mean, I don't think it's possible to always play well for like, the whole game. You've got to take the opposition to focus as well, but. But, but we need, sorry to interrupt you, no, but on, we on. need to take the game to the opposition at some point. Why did we leave it so long? This is the thing. I'll be honest, right? I know it sounds really bad. Obviously, I was very upset at the time. And obviously, you're not in a good mood, obviously, watching Luton lose, whatever. I was sitting there at the time saying, I was shouting around the house going, why the, does it take us a lot for the last 15, 20 minutes mm. to start actually playing football? That's what really upset me the other day. Yeah, but also what you said a moment ago, Batara, you said um, about, you know about the quality of the opposition, mm-hmm. you know, taking the opposition, all of them mm-hmm. in this division yeah, yeah, are, they're all quality, are yeah. of a level. Yes, apa- yes. Apart from at this exact moment, Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't, but the thing, what, I'm, what I mean by that is, I don't mind if it's nil-nil or you're one or whatever, it's a tight game. I felt like we were so out of the game and we were still very passive for the majority, even when we were two down yeah, or whatever. We were very, very passive. Yeah. I, I, think, yeah. I think that's when we... As supporters find it really frustrating when we think that there's more for them to give, maybe not energy-wise, but determination and intensity to try and go and win the game yeah. rather than holding in the game. Well, at 2-1, we're thinking we're, we, we've got a chance to get back in it. Uh, but, you know, that all those hopes were dashed by yet another disastrous <laughs> goal. Another disastrous goal. I mean... No disrespect to Brentford, but all their goals were stoppable. All their goals mm. were shockingly poor mm. defensive-wise. Yeah. I mean, one was unlucky. The first one we've already discussed. This one pinged off three players and then it just fell right for the How guard. How the hell has he walked through? About He's walked through basically... I think the, the, the line, I mean, when he finishes it, or he, sorry, he shoots at Kaminsky originally... Mm. How the hell has he got into the area in that much space and got enough fade to the well, left? Because, because that's how the fate was going. So let's not well, dwell yeah. on it. And I, I think, it, again, it was just, you know, one hoof ball away and it's away, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But it knocks off a few people. I mean, Chong's header um, was class. Yeah, yeah. Slightly offside. I mean, it just off, yeah. sort of give me... I, I just want to touch on one thing. There's been a lot of people saying post-game, you know, Elijah... Deserves a start because he's, he's he's played much better than Morris in that game. He's come on for the last twenty minutes, um, but I I, put, I feel I feel quite sorry for Morris in that in that situation he's because isolated, isn't he? It, well he is isolated because he's isolated because of tactics yes, and the yeah. tactics that we set up in the beginning of the game and we normally put Elijah on when we're chasing the game at the moment and so he comes on he's got a different role to play so maybe that makes Elijah look yeah. better than Morris yes, yeah exactly and and you've got slightly more tired defenders Morris is up against uh, all fresh defenders mm-hmm. from the start yeah. of the game you know I, I would love it that uh, Morris could find sort of more opportunities coming his way because he will you know <laughs> but he, he, he just seems to be a workhorse at the moment where yeah, there doesn't yeah. seem an awful lot of hope of him getting chances and it's not even like we're looking at Morris going oh he's been playing poor because he hasn't been playing poor I mean last week he wasn't great but we all know why he took a knock and whatever mm. else but no, look the guy I think yeah, but he's not missing any shots. He, he's, not get, he's, he's not. He's getting not getting any chances. This is, is it. Yeah, this is it. The service and like I say, I just 
people, like obviously I know football fans are all the same. We always have to, there's always something that can go better or go different. But I'm, I'm under no illusion. Like I'm, all, I, all I would say is to people is you need to just chill out. We're not tacticians. The management are, the, are that good. They got us promoted. So just leave them to it. Hey, listen. I'm we have an opinion. I know that, but I'm not criticizing our management team. I'm no. just frustrated. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I am so frustrated with we had one shot on target at the yeah. weekend and we scored from only that. one. Was that it? One on target. Oh yeah, and we scored that. from that. Mm. I'm so frustrated because I know we can do better, and we've said this before. Yeah, uh, and. The game in itself was an utter disappointment, and it's a game of football to watch. If you're watching, I don't even I didn't watch much of a day, no, but I'm sure no, we're the last no, game so. on. And I would I would have said that when you watch the game, if you can come away from a game and go, "Oh, we give that a good go," but we didn't. Mm. And I know with, I know the team's knackered. I know they mm-hmm. they've done a lot. Of course, of course, and we are down to bare bones at the moment. We need to remember that as well. Yeah. That, that is also because we. I mean, but do you know? Do you want to know really what upset me the most on Saturday, which really, really got me, and it's not really nothing to do with football. It's the fact that my son cheered when Brentford scored. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Happy. I'm not. Well, having uh, that, mate. I, well look, I'm not having that. That's shocking, mate. I swear we to need, God, <laughs> I swear we to we need to do better. Listen, let's put that one behind us. Brentford three, Luton Town one, and uh, you know we haven't kept a clean sheet in 17 games, so there's got to be one coming. Yeah. And uh, let's let's just move on. Can it can it happen against Arsenal at Kenilworth Road? Can it happen? Can we can, can we dream that? Of course it can. We we've got to have full strength side and you know be absolutely wonderful on, on the night. Um, but yeah. I, I just think get Jose Mourinho in for one game. Part of the bus, win one nil. Beautiful. <laughs> That's how I do it. Well, let's be serious about this, right? Because we've got to play Arsenal, then Manchester City. These two games, if we get anything from them, mm. is going to be a bonus. Absolutely. An absolute bonus. What do we need to do to stop Arsenal? Probably break three or four players' legs. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not joking because at the moment I'm really fearing these next two games. The fact that we probably have no Mengi. No Lockyer now. The rest of the squad that are out. No Nakamba. No uh, Lakonga. I think there might be a couple <laughs> of surprises and people coming back for tomorrow night. Well, I've heard on the radio earlier that they're not fit. Yeah, we'll see. Well, not about not about Mengi and Lockyer. I don't know about them two, but I'm on about Lakonga and Nakamba. Apparently they're still not fit. To play. Yeah, well, you know, maybe Doughty's coming back. And Doughty, that. yeah, he yeah, should be fit, yeah. Exactly. I mean... <laughs> I would imagine, um, do you remember when um, Allardyce was at Bolton and he just had the number over Arsenal every time he got in their faces and stuff like yeah. that? I think that's our, our best hope, you know, getting in their faces and, you know, really pressing like we did Liverpool, working our absolute well, socks gonna, off. I was about to say that um, no one expected to get a point against Liverpool. Mm. Yeah, true. And we were close to getting three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if we... Attack it the same way. Surely, Bataro, we have an option of, of we could absolutely pull off a shock. The only thing I would suggest is that they're completely two different sides, completely different sides. They still, they still won't. Like, they still won't like the intensity, though. That, that we could, oh, of course, subject but, them. But to. the thing, we cannot give them any respect. We cannot give them any space, like we said. And as soon as you give them the space and they can play, knock the ball around, then we're, we're done for. We might do, as well say, do we, do we treat this game like an FA Cup? Yeah, game? I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I mean. How else? Um, you got you got your main man up front, and you got Saka up front. He's he's an amazing player. Mm-hmm. 
Um, not just him, he's one like well, Jesus, Martin Lilly. <laughs> Come on, they're all there. Odegaard behind. Yeah. Oh, it gets better, doesn't it? It's quite... I think the way to look at this game surely is sit back, enjoy the quality of the players that you're yeah, watching yeah. and hope that we can take it to them. Because, and no disrespect to our team at all, mm. um, these guys are world-class players. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, financially we're worlds apart. Absolutely worlds apart. But, you know, we work so hard to get to this level. I'm sure the players want to take this opportunity yeah. and, and have a go at them and not just sit and try and hold them. You know, the players would want to sort of pit their wits and see what they can do in an attacking sentence as well. Obviously, we're undefeated champions at Wembley against Arsenal. <laughs> um, I have to put that one in just in case any Arsenal supporters are listening. Um I don't see how we're going to do it. I just genuinely can't see how we're going to break them down. Um, they always seem to sort of pull a result out of the hat, even when they're under the cosh. Well, we, we can score a goal out of anything. You know, when we had Chelsea in the FA Cup um, last season, you know, we were 2-1 up. You know, we can score goals, okay? That, that can happen. It's going to be more difficult keeping them out because because they do pass the ball quickly. Their movement is exceptional, and they do find these pockets of space. Hopefully, with our crappy small pitch, they won't be able to find as much space. Um, but no, I mean we've we've got to be as near to full strength as possible. We've got to be our, at our absolute best. Yeah. And yeah, you know, hopefully of course, there's a chance in a one off off one off game, Dave. Hopefully, the boys are there, like you know. The People do the pitch, the lines, all that sort of. Hopefully, they're, they're there, like put it in like a bit smaller as well. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? So, lads, yeah, please, lads, can't do us a favour. <laughs> Let's not take away the talent from our own team. If we approach the start of the game in the way that we maybe played Tottenham, mm-hmm. um, I see Arsenal taking their chances more than Tottenham did. I think that's a fair the comment. Better yeah. players as well. So, yeah. But if we approach it the way that we played Liverpool and uh, maybe Palace, maybe um, some of the others. Where mm-hmm. we get on the front foot early, let's not let them have too much time yeah, no, on the of ball. Mm. Well, I will say, I know I've been sitting here cracking, if, like, you know, just taking the mick a little bit. But obviously, I, I know we've got good players. But the only thing that I do worry about, on a serious note, is the fact that we've got a lot of players out missing, and it's going to probably be players in different positions that don't usually play there. That's the thing that worries me. I'm not saying these players aren't good enough to compete or, you know what I mean, put up a shift because we know they are. Mm. It's when you've got, when you're so disjointed and there's like different faces coming every week or playing with one fit centre-back potentially, you know what I mean, with one set, natural centre-half, that could be a massive issue for us. Massive. The size of our squad, I mean, our squad this year has been probably the biggest and best squad that we've had for a long, long time, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, because of what we spent. Yet the injuries are still happening. Yeah. Um, and we go through this every season with Luton. We seem to, don't we? We, yeah. we seem to get to a point where everybody starts to get injured. Are we pushing ourselves too much in training? Is that a stupid question to ask? I don't know. You, you ask this question every year, Dave. I oh, still of course can't I do. Ask to it. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, then I don't. I really don't know. I don't know what their training regimes are. I don't know. I just, I just these are massively qualified people, and, and the, you know the, the guys in the science department. You know yeah. they they know what they're doing. I, I think it's because you know as a club we train how we want to play. Oh, yeah. So th- there is a level of intensity every day, but they are working so hard, particularly on match days, 
that I think inevitably, you know, they are going to sort of break down from from time to yeah, time. That's a good, good point. We, yeah. we can't make three or four changes and keep the same level of quality and in that's the side testament to the players as well. Yeah, said to them, yeah, so I think some players are probably running lower on on fumes because we can't make four changes yes, like yeah, Man City. Yeah. Man City can make eleven changes and still have a world class side. We make four changes, we're in a bit of trouble, and and that that is the difference. That is the reality, but. That's what we wanted. These are the games that mm-hmm. we wanted. Yeah, so just go out there and give it your absolute best. If, if we lose three or four nil at home, no one's going to bat an eyelid. No, no enjoy the game. We'll enjoy the, enjoy the class of the players that you're watching. And the same when we play Manchester City, because you're going to look mm. at Haaland, who is probably the best striker in world football at this moment in time. Um, and, you know, when, when he comes to town... If we lose, you've got to admire how he plays. And the same with Arsenal. Um, if you think about it, though, um, there's a couple of things that Jacob has, uh, producer Jacob said to us. Um, no side has kept more clean sheets or conceded fewer goals on the road in the Premier League this season than Arsenal. That doesn't hope, hold that much hope for us, I'm afraid to say. <laughs> However... <coughs> We have scored in all but one of our league games at Kenilworth Road this campaign. Mm. Yeah. Ah, so yeah, I mean, look, we we know we know what we're up against. We know we can score a goal, but getting a free getting three points is I think it's out the window for us on a personal level. Yeah, because I can't see us um, keeping a clean sheet, no. and we're not scoring more than one goal often enough. No. No, this so is I think I think it's where we're going to. But sometimes we, we we accepted the other week when we saw well when we saw these fixtures we accepted the fact that we went. Do you know what? If we don't get any points out of them games. So be it. Sometimes though, these games throw up a a, a, a different scenario, doesn't it? Mm. You know, you, yes, there yeah. are teams sometimes True, yeah. that, that just shock you, and maybe this could be our time. If it's not yeah. going to be this week on Tuesday, then let's hope it's Sunday. Yeah. Um, if you had to put your money on it, what's the score going to be? What, uh, tomorrow night, 3-0. Um, what to us? Silly boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought you'd been the silly boy there, Steve. Mm. I'll be honest, I'm, <laughs> I'm staying optimistic. I'm going for a nil-nil draw. I'll take a 90th... <laughs> First clean sheet. <laughs> 90th minute winner from us. That'll do me fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, FA Cup. Luton got Bolton Wanderers at home. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It gives a chance to play Watford and knock them out the next round. Hmm. Um, if you haven't got your tickets for Bournemouth, um, sadly only thirteen hundred because they've got the smallest ground in the in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he went on in the I love He's it. Yeah. So proud. <laughs> uh, Rob Edwards and Kaminsky nominated for monthly awards, manager of the month and the save of the month uh, for November. Um, if you haven't voted, you can go online and vote for that. If you haven't done it already, please do that. Um, and really, our next five fixtures leading up to Christmas are, you know, the, the next two, Arsenal and Manchester City, whatever we get out of those, we get out of those. If we get nothing, we can expect it. Uh, Bournemouth away, though, and Sheffield United away on Boxing Day, those two games, surely, and I don't like saying this every bloody week, but surely they are must-win games. Bournemouth, Sheffield United, yeah. You think... Well, I don't know about must wins, but or do we want to stay in this league? Because if yeah. we don't, if we can't beat Bournemouth and we can't beat Sheffield United, we, and so especially Sheffield United, then, yeah, and they'll feel Bournemouth are not that bad a side. Yeah. Bournemouth are not that bad a side. We think no, I'm are. not saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying that at all because Bournemouth, you know, should have beaten Aston Villa at the weekend. But um, did they not beat them? No, 
Did they not? Was it a no. draw? Was it, it was a, draw? a draw? Was it? Two. Yeah, I think Villa got a late one. Oh, wow. I thought it was oh, I thought it won. Oh, no, wow. Ollie Watkins scored in the oh, 90th brilliant. minute. That's what made me a bit happier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, th- these are games that you uh, identify, like they would identify the game. Um, the, you know, yeah, everyone playing, identifies like, Luton Town and they're yes. going to beat yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Like so, so, no, they're very, very important games. Um, out of those five fixtures... How I'm many points, Steve? F- I'm going for four points. Four? Yeah. Okay. Bataro? Always optimistic. I'm going for Eight? Eight. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Three okay. against Bournemouth, three against Sheffield United, one against Newcastle, one against Arsenal tomorrow night. There you go. Well, brilliant. Um, <laughs> oh I'll take, I'll take, I'll take six. I'll take six or seven yeah. if we can get them. To be fair, I'd take four. I'm not gonna lie. I would take four or five out of that. Yeah. It's a tough time leading up to Christmas. You know, it's it's thick and fast up at this point. We all know what it's like. Um, yeah. I'd love a little FA Cup run. That'd be fun. Mm. Um, I'm not going to be here over Christmas, sadly. Uh, we'll have a, a different presenter, but I'm sure you'll you'll give Darren your backing when he comes along. Um, enjoy the games. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And uh, we look forward to your comments uh, about the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, leave the comments below. If Spotify, give us a like if you can. And uh, we'll see you soon. Don't forget, Christmas episodes coming out Christmas Eve. Yes. We'll see you then. Take care. Thanks for watching. Time. Thank you very much.